0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Friday, September 6th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill. He's working on people's teeth as we speak. This is what he loves to do. This is what he needs to be able to do for you. Call him 317 849 2933. He's been my dentist for 25, 26 years. I could not be happier with the results. I get to go in there a week from today. I get to go to the dentist. I don't have to go to the dentist. That's the difference with Dr. Mike O'Neill. Let's talk about the Colts a little bit. Finally, football. What an offseason. What a couple of off seasons! What three off seasons for the Indianapolis Colts. Finally, we've got 17 weeks to look forward to where actual football is going to be played. No more talking about the draft. No more talking about free agency. No more talking about Andrew Luck's health and retirement. We get bona fide football. That is not what happened in Chicago last night. The NFL opening night, celebrating the 100th season of the National Football League and the Chicago Bears failed to show up. They lose 10-3 to the Green Bay Packers. What in the sweet hell is going on in Chicago? People keep saying, we're going to the Super Bowl. This is the greatest defense. This is better than the 85 Bears. No, it's not. And that offense is terrible. Mitchell Trubisky last night had a QBR of 18 and a half. There's your guy. You traded up to take him instead of taking Patrick Mahomes. That's a front office that can't get out of its own way. So Dan Pompey, who I love, great longtime guy covering the Chicago Bears at the highest possible level. Dan Pompey says, wait, they need a playmaker. Oakland, huh? You know, because last year the Bears traded for Khalil Mack, gave gave two ones, to the Raiders for Khalil Mack. Now they need an offensive playmaker. Maybe they can go and get Antonio Brown. That would be so Bears. That would be such a Bears thing to do. Like they need that clown, that boob, who's going to be suspended by the Oakland Raiders. If you can't comport to their level of rules, what the hell are you doing? He's going to be suspended because on Wednesday he almost got in a fistfight with Mike Mayock, the general manager this is a guy you want on your team what the hell is going on here i feel terrible for dan dockage dan of course hosts a radio show on of the fan year like he needs me to tell people that and works for espn he's got an eliminator pool right and he took the bears in his first eliminator pool and and i i texted at him or, or tweeted at him and said look you expect chuck charles pagano to be able to out strategize outwit and out adjust matt lafleur that's a lot of trust brother and uh that trust was not validated and in week one dan dockage goes down because of his faith in the chicago bears the city of chicago is uh, it, they need they need a defibrillator this morning because last night was not what the bears the 85 bears they came out of the tunnel you got mcmahon you had Hilgenberg, You had Dennis McKinnon, who I haven't seen in a long time. All these guys come out of the tunnel. It was great. They had super fans. George went and, and, you know, they're having a great time doing their little bits. Fantastic. The show was great. The football was awful. The city of Chicago deserves better year after year after year, year after year. They're like, oh, this is a time. This is a time for us to shine. Unbelievable. We're going to be great. We're going to bask in the glory of the NFL spotlight again. No, you're not. Mitch Trubisky is not the guy. Year three, this is when he's going to show us. No. You know who else had a, a year three? Bobby Douglas had a year three. That's who had a year three. Mike Tomzak had a year three. Steve Fuller had a year three. All these guys, they, they, they had year threes. What happened? for God's sake. Year three, year four, year five. Mitch is going to do it. No, you screwed everything up. You took the wrong guy. And and you sentenced yourself to another decade in the purgatory of NFL mediocrity. The Cubs, not mediocre last night. The Cubs, they uh, they won again. They won in Milwaukee. Kyle Schwarber. With a grand slam with two outs, the Cubs win 10-5. to Quintana wasn't great last night, but he gets the win. <clears throat> Listen to what Schwarber has done since August 1st. All right, 90 at-bats, 27 hits. For those of you without the uh, cat-like mathematical reflexes that I have, that's a batting average of 300. Uh, he's scored 15 runs, he's hit 10 home runs, and he's driven in 27 runs. For the season he's driven in 81 runs. Kyle Schwarber has been really, really, really good, especially since August 1st. Where would the Cubs be without Kyle Schwarber? You don't even want to think about that stuff, and a lot of fans in Chicago want to run him out of town, for God's sake. Schwarber is one of the reasons you're still in this thing in the National League Central. They, the Cubs, are two and a half games back of the St. Louis Cardinals. Serena Williams, she beat Elena Svitilova last night, six three, six one. I gotta tell you Svidolova didn't play worth the spit. <laughs> I kill me. And so she's gonna uh she's gonna face in the finals Bianca Andriescu. She is from Canada. She won her match last night, seven, six, seven, five. How you like that? Sure we talk about tennis because that's what we do. College football this weekend. Indiana's gonna game, big game tomorrow at Memorial Stadium, another one of these Games where you lose this one, it's all over, baby. They play Eastern Illinois, that game at 3.30. I, of course, will be on hand with a, uh, a bunch of friends in a bus at a tailgate because this is how you go to Indiana football games. Will I go into Memorial Stadium tomorrow? I think I will. I think I'm going in because I am. Uh, I want to buy a legal beer in, uh, in Memorial Stadium. No longer... Waiting for wintertime to be able to sneak beers in our sleeves. We are going to go to the concession stand and say, I will take one legal beer. Thank you very much. Cannot wait. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, been a long time coming, I've got to tell you the truth. Uh, Vanderbilt at Purdue, noon tomorrow on BTN. The Indiana game also on BTN. Fordham at Ball State, 2 o'clock. That game on ESPN3. Notre Dame, they have the week off. Uh, An IU assistant coach was fired yesterday. Assistant swimming coach was fired yesterday because he faces charges of intimidation. It seems there are two swim clubs in Bloomington. Not to get too deep in the weeds about this thing, but that assistant coach, he felt it was in his best financial interest to have these two swim clubs merge. So he brought a coach to uh, to a little dinner and said, look, if you don't merge with this other swim club, I'm gonna ruin you. And the other the the swim coach, not from IU, but the other guy who is being bullied by this IU assistant swim coach, he recorded the meeting. And as a result of those recordings, the IU assistant swim coach has been charged with intimidation, a misdemeanor, and He has now been fired by the uh, Indiana University Athletic Department. What the hell is the matter with people? When did it become so important for everybody to be greedy and make so much damn money? It used to be that coaches. They coached because they wanted to help people learn how to do something. That's what they did. They wanted to help people from the ages in college, from the ages of 18 to 22, learn how to do something at, at the best level they could so that when they went out into life, they understood work ethic and they understood sacrifice and they understood team first behavior and all this great life stuff. Now people are in it because it's a great racket. It's a great way to make some money and you can make some money on the side. And so people do that because why wouldn't you if you can? You know why? Because it's not the point. Money's not the point. The point is teaching kids how to do stuff and how have we fallen so far as a society that a guy who runs a swimming program, feels the need to record a conversation with a collegiate assistant coach. What in the hell is going on with our society that that is where we are right now? This And this guy was right to do it. So the greedy guy, he's out, and his name's Michael Westfall. Indiana Swimming has been terrific for the last few years. This is, this is just terrible. Stop being so damn greedy. Be a human being and understand why you got into what you got into. You got into it for the kids. You got into it to help people become better adults. Do that. And if you make some money, if you make enough to pay your bills, then you're a winner in life, baby. And that's the way you got to look at it. And if you don't, you know what? You're going to face the, the future that this guy faces... And that's a uh, you got a criminal trial that may come up unless the guy pleads out and you got a career in ruin. So there you go. It doesn't happen to everybody. A lot of people get away with all this crap and they wind up being rewarded for their greed and they wind up looking smart because they're greedy. Greed sucks. The Indiana Fever, the building that they're going to utilize for their next two and a half seasons or two plus part of 2022 is going to be Hinkle Fieldhouse, and that is not going to suck. They're going to play their schedules at Hinkle because Banker's Life Fieldhouse during the next three summers will be under renovation, and it's going to be very, very cool, and at the end of the thing, this is going to be an absolutely phenomenal facility with a whole bunch of good stuff that people are going to love. Uh, Hinkle has been renovated, and part of that renovation makes this thing, this partnership possible. And that is air conditioning in Henkel Fieldhouse. Anybody who ever sent a kid to the Butler basketball camp and baked in that oven of Henkel Fieldhouse, either watching camp or, or being there for the award ceremony at the end, wiping away sweat, like, you know, got water. Um, you know what? You've known that it needs air conditioning and you could not have a professional sporting event or a collegiate sporting event within that facility. It's got a tin roof, and that thing just conducts heat like all hell. It had to be like 174 degrees in that in that place during summer afternoons. It was almost unbearable. Now it's air-conditioned. This is going to work very, very well for the Indiana Fever night. This is the thing about Indiana sports. I was telling people this yesterday. By the way, Patrick Dorfline, uh, the D-Line podcast. I, I was a guest on his show yesterday, went down to Beach Grove, was in their studio, had a great time. And we talked about this a little bit during that podcast. People in Indianapolis, people within the sporting community of Indianapolis are nice people. You, you've you got a guy like uh, Rick Fusen. You, you've got guys like Pete Ward. You, you've got a guy like Barry Collier. You've got Fred Glass. You've got uh, Mike Babinski. You've got really, really good guys in that community all working together to try to, try to make this community Doug Bowles at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, for goodness sake, you got a lot of really, really good people who are doing great work and getting along exceptionally well in order to bring Indianapolis to the level of, of sports that people in Indianapolis frankly deserve. And it's great to see. There's no acrimony among these among these groups and among these people. They work together for the better good. And, and congratulations to everybody involved Rick Fusen, Barry Collier, putting this thing together and and good for everybody. And it's going to be good for everybody. It really allows Bankers Life Fieldhouse to undergo the kind of renovation that it needs to undergo uh, in order to move forward as one of the best arenas, if not the best arena, in the NBA and in the world. Um, High school football tonight. Plenty of great games. Avon is at Hamilton Southeastern. Rebuff is at Ritter. Center Grove is at Carmel. Fishers at Noblesville, uh, Franklin Central at Brownsburg, Cathedral is at Cincinnati Elder, Ron Colley at Chittard. What a great game that's going to be. Lawrence Central at Lawrence North, Pike at Ben Davis, Westfield at Zionsville. For the complete schedule, go to that Harold Guys uh, website, which is just phenomenal. Without that website, where would we be trying to figure out who's going to play where every single Friday night of the uh, high school football season? You know, I've been wearing historically relevant, to me, uh, shirts, all week, And I'll do it again next week because I got more. I save everything. I'm one of those people. This shirt, there's an interesting story behind this shirt. This is a coach's shirt. It's actually a Hawaiian shirt. But um, the Fishers Marlins was a renegade travel team of 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, and 12-year-olds uh, back in the late 90s. And uh, into, I think, 2000. And, and so... I don't like people who take themselves way too seriously. I don't like adults who believe that they're part of the show in youth sports. I just, I can't stand it. And and we played a game against a a team with a coach when the kids were 10, early on in that summer when they were 10, who wore full-on uniform, full-on baseball garb with a, a hat just like the team, looked like a giant kid, a giant kid member of his team, had spikes on. Metal spikes as a youth baseball manager of 10 year olds. I hated. it. So I, I said, We got to do something about this. And this is me being a little bit passive aggressive, but trying to make my point without calling a guy an idiot to his face. Uh, I went to Target and I bought these shirts because these were kind of Marlins colored shirts. And with the Marlins, you've got kind of that sense of Florida and Miami. And um, so I, I bought a bunch of shirts for the coaches. And a bunch of shirts for the parents. I wound up. I got my money back from the parents because I'm not going to clothe the community, for God's sake. I I, I don't have that kind of uh, those kind of resources. So anyway, we wore these every game for those three summers to tell the kids and tell anybody who is watching. You know what? It's youth baseball. It's not all that important. This this is how seriously we take it. We're gonna go out in Hawaiian shirts. This is our uniform. We're gonna relax. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna help the kids learn baseball and we're gonna help them enjoy a summer at a level that they wouldn't have enjoyed it at if we hadn't played. That was the whole thing with the Fisher's Marlins. And, and these shirts, to me, conveyed that and hopefully conveyed that, especially to the Lunatic coach who, who we played against, who I won't name because he's still in the community. And, and who needs to be you know publicly outed if I wasn't going to out him to his face and say, look, what in the hell are you doing? Are you out of your mind wearing a full-on uniform and spikes? No, we just we wear these and show him his foolishness. Rather show people than yell at them. I, I don't want to get chased around a field by a guy in stripes and a, in, in a baseball uniform. I don't need that kind of drama in my life. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? <laughs> what are you gonna do you sports man it's not it's it's not all that important get over everybody involved in it's got to get over themselves a little bit and just enjoy the ride because the ride's the fun it's not the payoff of a scholarship it's not that it's fun it's making friends it's playing a game and if you look at it as though it's more than that damn it are you missing the point? and it's going to roll right by you, and then where are you going to be? Then your kid's going to be 25, and you're going to look back, and you're going to say, oh, no, I screwed everything up. I could have had a hell of a time for six or seven years, and I didn't because I didn't get it. Get it. Birthdays. Leo Janney, happy birthday. Jonathan Mathis, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Jonathan. Tom Esterline, Tom Carkeek, Sandra Dodson, Jennifer Matthews, Sue Schultz, Philip Michael, Pete Bergmeier, Michael Leppert, uh, David Fry, John Downing, Stephen Hall, Cindy Chambliss, uh, the great Ryan Russell, speaking to youth sports, a member of the Wabash Valley Red Devils back in the day, played high school basketball at Berbuff, love Ryan Russell. Terry Bauer, the great Terry Bauer. Me, Terry Bauer, and Mike Greenberg moved WMAQ ourselves from the Merchandise Mart to NBC Tower. Yeah, that Mike Greenberg, the guy who's hosting Get Up right now. We were all in a truck together. I was driving the truck because I told the people there, you always say yes, right? So people come up, as Scott Herman specifically, who is the station manager at WMAQ, comes up and goes, hey, any of you guys drive a truck? I said, I can drive a truck. All right, here's, a, here's the address. You got to go down to the rental place and pick that up tomorrow morning at 8. I said, okay, all right then. I didn't know how to drive a truck. I thought it was going to be like an 18-foot U-Haul. It was a full-on semi. I had no idea how to drive this beast through the city of Chicago. It was ridiculous. I cannot believe I didn't wreck the thing. I had to back it into loading docks repeatedly at the Mart and at NBC Tower. And i got to tell you, by the end of the thing, I got pretty damn good at it. Anyway, happy birthday to Terry Bauer. Happy birthday to Jeff McDonald. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Go see a high school football game tonight. Enjoy the kids. Don't yell at the officials. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy watching the kids, for God's sake. The weather, absolutely gorgeous. I'll see you down in Bloomington tomorrow. The fish, they love my sense of humor. I tell the fish a joke every day. See how they're already in anticipation laughing. Hey, what do you call a fish who wears a tie? <laughs> Sophisticated. They <laughs> love it. We'll talk to you at 3 o'clock. Sports, nothing but sports.